good morning and hello and welcome back to another episode of grains of salt the podcast where you know everything that i say or anyone on the show says should be taken with a grain of salt so today what i'm going to talk to you guys about is truth which is something that i think is very important going off of what i was kind of touching on the first podcast was truth everyone has their own idea of truth and the reason why things like echo chambers or living in our own bubbles is so dangerous is that we all have our own versions of truth i'm taking the class which is talking about that annoying kid and one of the things that he talks to us about is that people are not blank. No, people are not empty vessels. So everyone grows up and they have their own ideas of what they think is truth or what they think is um, valid, right? And because of that, whenever, because, you know, it's a politics class, when we, if you're a liberal and you watch a conservative ad, you think that the conservatives are stupid or whatever they're saying is dumb. But if you're a conservative watching the ad, you're like, yes, yes, buy that, buy that, and vice versa. So what is truth and why is it so important in today's day and age, especially in today's day and age? So truth is what we believe is facts or what we believe to be true other than, you know, false, which is, you know, what we don't believe in or what isn't true. That's like basic. I'm pretty sure everyone understands that basic definition. But the truth I'm talking about is our, I guess, in this day and age where we all have social media and within social media itself, there's this thing where people are posting stuff all the time. Like if you go on Instagram and you see models or even your friends they're all saying they're on vacation while you're maybe at school struggling or have your minimum wage job and you're like wow they must be living a great life so to you your truth is that they are having an amazing time or whatever but you don't know what their truth is because instagram or social media itself really is just highlights because for all you know these people that are on social media posting about their vacation and stuff they could be with their significant other fighting they could be dead broke not knowing how they're going to make their next meal or even get home but the facade that they're putting on social media makes it tell a completely different story and that's why i think truth is so important because there are two types of truth there's objective truth and subjective truth objective truth is object so it's facts you know so one plus one equals two until you know donald trump or doug ford tell you that it's actually six and then you know another debate and people go off and there's subjective truth so what's subject or emotions feelings so there's like everything on the media right now i feel like is subjective truth because i feel not i feel i know that people what people like to do especially in the media is they have a whole bunch of subjective ideas 
trickled in with a little bit of objectivity. So what they're saying isn't necessarily false, but it's also not the real whole truth. And one thing I always say, or at least me and my friends always say, or my grandma taught me, is that there's always two sides to a story. And if you don't know both sides, then how could you truly judge or understand the situation? And I think, especially in media today, that's so important. And with echo chambers, it's so dangerous because everyone has their own idea of what is truth. And especially if you're only hearing one side of the story, then how would you ever know what's really truth? And the funny thing about, you know, not knowing both sides of the story, or maybe even knowing both sides of the story, you know, that's like 80% because the real truth is within the 20%. So the facts that you don't really know and that only the people involved in these situations only ever will really know. I'm going to touch on that later, but I think that's something you should keep in mind and something that's very important when you think about truth. So whenever you turn on the TV, even if you're on YouTube and you're watching this vlog or these couples or these pranks or whatever, I know a lot of people can say it's fake or it looks fake or maybe it's real, but you don't know. And maybe you can have the person that's the YouTuber saying, oh, this is all truth. And then the person who's pranked or like, you know, is getting the shit out of the stand say, this is all fake, this is staged. And maybe within the 20% is what's the real truth, but we'll never know that because we're not there. But the most important thing, I think, when we're talking about truth is why people buy into it. Because let's be real, let's give, let's use Donald Trump as an answer, as an, sorry, not an answer, as an example, because you turn on the TV any day, any given time these days, and Trump is just firing off some things, and maybe, objectively, what he's saying is not true, but to his supporters or conservatives or whoever, subjectively, what he's saying is the truth, like the wall, and it's crazy that there are little kids, there are people who are trying to fund and get the wall built. But looking back, let's talk about this episode of Patriot Act that I was watching. That it was about the NRA and how the NRA, basically what they do is they're trying to get everyone to, uh, how do I say this? Um act on their second amendment right which a lot of people or not people a lot of states or countries don't have a second amendment right you know because we they weren't fear of being invaded by the british because a lot of us are come from the british commonwealth system anyways and we actually respect the british especially here in canada but they wanted everyone to act on their second amendment rights and through that you know allow the flow of guns from the from the usa into these south american countries and with the flow of guns then that's causing this whole ripple effect or the cyclical nature of us saying oh it's all these south american criminals and gangsters and rapists or whatever their truth their subjective truth coming in and maybe objectively that is true there are some people trickling in in the thousands of migrants but because the objective truth is that all these guns are coming from America and getting flown into there and that's what's causing all this violence to happen 
objective or subjective truth, whether whatever you believe, and that's what's causing all these people to flee their countries and come to the states. And it's this whole cycle where they blame people, flow out the guns, violence happens, and then people leave and want to come back there, and then that's like fuel for them to keep saying these things and keep the cycle going. And you wonder if you watch the episode, you either believe it or not believe it. But I'm assuming if you're watching. Patriot Act or these more liberal, I guess you could say, shows, you'd be like, oh my gosh, if a conservative watched this, or how do they watch this, or hear these things and have these facts in front of them and not believe it. It's because subjectively they don't believe it's true. And whether that's racism or prejudice or whatever in their life, maybe they just they just don't know any black or Hispanic people, and all they get of these people are what they see on the news which is objective what they see or hear they take as fact and because they don't have other people in their lives to tell them that's not true they're going to believe it so subjectively this see we're not empty vessels our ideas of what is truth is being funneled into our head and if you've been seeing only black people as criminals and certain things since you were a child you're going to grow up and not have any black person to change that and maybe even get more reinforced with the music videos or you know Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown and all of these black people dying and police saying he reached for a gun and if you only have and maybe even your parents and your community reinforce these ideas why would you believe what you see? Why would you believe all these things? Why would you believe anything I just said about Brazil and the flow of guns and NRA? Because that's not your truth and that's why people buy into it and from a young age you already believe these things and especially i'm pretty sure everyone knows this if you have something made up in your mind and people want to say they're open-minded people but really we're not we're very closed-minded so if you've already made up your mind about something do you know how hard it is to change someone's mind or opinion about that? Like you could hit them with everything, refute everything they say, but that doesn't mean that they're going to believe you or change their opinion. People have to be ready and open for that, and a lot of people aren't. And that's why people can buy into all this nonsense and crap, because they take subjective truth as objective truth. And that's the real issue, especially with social media and the media these days, because they're attacking these things. And with things like fake news, people are buying into fake news and believing Trump and believing whoever, you know, fascists in the world, because all they know is that truth. And they've been programmed to be switched. They've, they take what's subjective and make it objective what's objective they make it subjective you know people don't know the difference or people think they know the difference but they really don't and you could sit down and talk and say everything I'm talking about is like I have it flipped that everything I'm saying is subjective and not objective but that's the whole cycle that's why people can't get along I think that's why there's so much issues in the world because people have their own truths and people aren't really ready to understand and negotiate and talk and under and have a dialogue about what is really true and as long as we keep being closed-minded then we don't know we're never going to solve the issue and you know let's be real here though being open is very hard like 
the Michael Jackson documentary now that it's coming out yeah let's talk about that the Michael Jackson documentary since I was young I've loved Michael Jackson I loved his music since forever especially when I lived in the Bronx when I was younger I'd always have remember the time come on the TV and I just, I just loved Michael Jackson and as I grew up I heard a lot of stories about Michael Jackson and you can say that objectively or you know those things that they said about him are objective but subjectively because of who I painted Michael as in my head I didn't want to believe it so finding Neverland let's be real is false and Wade and the other guy they're just using it to make money because behind the scenes they were their families are doing bad or they're doing really bad and you know they wanted this money so they're doing this and when I heard about the documentary I didn't want to believe it I'm like this is all boohicky but people that's another thing I gotta talk about it's documentaries and belief but anyways people wanted to believe it and people believed it and they watched his documentary and then people were saying like the way because I didn't watch it but I refused to watch it especially now where it's coming out that a lot of things they're saying is false because of the way how one of I don't know if it's Wade or the other guy they were saying they were describing things and then saying that Michael had this thing on his genitalia that you know how could you know that without being knowing that but then one of the things that comes out which is you know so people took their subjective truth and believed it one of the things that cut out is that he was saying that he got assaulted in this train ranch whatever when he was 12 but the train wasn't built until he was like 17 and when he was way out of michael's life so you see objectivity there that's the objective truth the train just didn't exist within the time frame of when he was assaulted allegedly assaulted and people are saying that um you know when you're traumatized especially something as sexually traumatizing as that you get it all mixed up but then what everyone else is saying is that but you know a lot a big difference between from when you're 12 and 17 and that is true so whether i'm objectively or subjectively wrong in believing that michael never did it that's my truth and the thing is that's my side there's michael's side where we can't really hear michael's side because he's dead or his family or his state side and then their side and then what's most important is the 20 percent the side that we'll never get and that is the realest truth and that's the funny thing it's kind of all about belief so what you believe to be true and right we'll never really know until maybe we're dead and if we're dead and there's a heaven or a hell which i believe in which is going to also be our next topic whatever you believe in that's what you're going to have to live with because you'll never truly know and then kind of going off of that let's go into the topic of religion okay so i grew up christian protestant and there's a lot of things as a child or growing up in church they tell you you're supposed to believe you know this is a sin this is a sin and this is a sin and i guess it's kind of like all negative reinforcement but at the same time being a jamaican and coming from the west indies 
or like you know coming from a third world country or having immigrant families or people in your community everyone kind of grew up in this whole and not being from the western world or kind of being from the western world but not really everyone grew up with this whole idea of negative reinforcement and that's just how you live so how they teach is it's just how they know so i'm not going to really get into it but then we can all go into the topic of religion and that's the funniest thing about objective and subjective truth because a lot of people say that there's no proof there's no way to prove god and that all these things that people claim to be miracles and stuff are all coincidences so after all that why would people choose to believe in it and the funny thing is being someone that's logical and like i guess quote-unquote smart you should say i have no place believing in religion and all these stories of old and stuff and people who are smart shouldn't believe in religion but here's the thing we all have our right to because me personally here's my subjective truth is that i've seen things in this world and i there's just things i've seen or know and experience that i think personally to me and maybe this for other christians or people who believe in their religions that i don't think a human could ever explain or that you know could just be a coincidence and there's not a god or a supernatural force above us and that's for me to believe and kind of like the whole thing that i was saying earlier that you can throw all your facts at me or whatever it it's hard to change someone's minds once they made it up and i'm not saying someone could ever one day convince me that that's all true but i think for the rest of my life i'm going to believe in god whether i go to church or not there's just something there and it could be all these years of going to church but then there's a lot of people that go to church all their lives and then when they're adults they reject the church because they just don't believe in it and that's a whole other thing because you're not believing in the, what the church does is completely different from god because what the church does or what your mosque or your synagogue does that's all humans that's not god and that's also my argument is that you can complain about how corrupt churches are people are but those people aren't god and if they really were god i don't think that's how it would run because you know and then there's the whole gay thing and then just a lot of things packed into the bible and religion especially christianity because i'm just talking about that because that's what i know but all these things are packed in that are all humanly and not worldly and i don't want to go on a whole random tangent but still i believe that and that people could think i'm dumb or stupid for believing that and that there's a lot of objectivity out there that that should be in my mind or refute everything i believe in but i still choose to believe that's the amazing thing about being human is that we all have choice like another thing is astrology because the really funny thing is like you know like you sit in class and like even in sociology classes or psychology classes and you learn that the reason why astrology works is because they sprinkle little objectivities or generalizations about people and you know they they pack it and use all this jargon and then when you read about what your sign is or astrology or whatever and then you you know that these things that you read and then 
I know there's a word for it, but when you read it, you're like, oh my gosh, that's true. But it's all just generalizations. And then, but because whatever you're going through emotionally, you connect with that and that's why you believe it. So even me, I was like, you know, it's fun to read astrology, astrological things and stuff. And then there was like all this rising and falling astrology sign and I was like okay that's all crazy and that's whatever that's all nonsense but I was at work and then you know they were talking about it and then because on snapchat it shows you your like astrology sign or whatever and even within your friend it says oh why your signs pair or whatever and then I saw it and then I was like hmm. you know since everyone's talking about all the astrology signs or whatever let's just read up on it because I'm an Aquarius, and the rising sign, the thing is, I know when I was born or whatever, because then when I was younger or whatever, my mom had a book, like a picture book, and with the day I was born or whatever, at the back it says what day I was born, what time, whatever, and I know where I was born, obviously, so I put it into this calculator and gave me all these things, and it said that I was a rising Sagittarius, I believe, wait, 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 let me let me let me fact check this before I go off and talking all this nonsense to you guys. But let's see, and it's right here. So my moon sign is Libra, and then my rising sign is Sagittarius. Yes, I knew that, and it's really funny because I was sitting there reading all these things and then I'm kind of like uh, I'm believing it and then also at the same time in my head while I'm reading it I'm like these are just generalizations there are other people that that, that aren't my sign that can well, that could be reading this and say that's true to me too because even like something I saw was like I kept saying, this guy tweeted like, oh, I'm a Scorpio and I cheat on my girlfriend, I do all this stuff, and then, and then, um, underneath, it'd be like, but I'm actually not, I'm a Virgo, whatever, and then people were like, well, that's such a Virgo thing to do, blah, 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 and then you read that, and then he would be like, that's crazy, that's insane, but at the same time, people still believe it, and you know, you can give people all the evidence you want objectively. It doesn't mean that subjectively they're going to believe it. Because even now, like, I don't really know. And the whole 20% thing, I don't know what's really true about. Maybe there is because of the moon and the sun. You know, I'm an Aquarius, but my moon sign is Libra, and then I'm a rising Sagittarius. And a lot of things I read they were true to me and maybe it's just I want to believe them but it's not true but at the same time it's a choice like my choice of religion everything I do is a choice no one can force me to do it and maybe my experiences are shaping me in the way that make me more susceptible to believing and doing these things but at the same time at any time I could say I don't believe in it anymore so there's that and you know I'm going to use some examples about this because, you know, I talked about Trump and the NRA, but 
I'm going to try and give a more Canadian example since I am Canadian. One of the things that happened recently was SNC Lavalin. And for all the people who are or aren't, whatever, Canadian, and they don't know what this SNC Lavalin thing is. So basically, this person named Jody Wilson, Roy Bolt, Ray Bolt, whatever, let's just call her JL, JWR. JWR, who was a member of parliament, MP, because he went on parliamentary system over here in Canada, she was the attorney general. And apparently, there's this one play, one company called SNC Lavalin that has a contract with our government. And apparently, they were doing bad deeds or act or behaving inappropriately. And our prime minister, Justin Trudeau, which I'm pretty sure everyone knows because he's hot, always has his shirt off, blah, 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 blah. He and his government allegedly were pressuring her, the Attorney General, to move things forward quickly so that they could continue doing business. And she felt uncomfortable with this, so she leaked all this information and then testified. And now it looks all bad on the Liberal government, blah, 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 blah. And, all, and when it came out, like it exploded, especially because, and this is the funny thing, to me at least and to my grandma, is that there's an election happening in October. She leaked this, I would say, January, February. And we were even talking about this in that same class, that before, you know, the whole leak, the articles about SMC Laverlin, like in January, was like 100 or like even less. And then when it leaked in February to like April or whatever, it was like 4,000. Or like 16,000 articles and now it's steadily going back to like 400 a low amount so this whole big thing and the thing about it is W I'm sorry what's her name again JWR after this whole thing happens she testifies she was moved out of her position as the attorney general and then kicked out of the liberal caucus and then the, and then the you know let's go back to the whole objective subjective thing objectively that's what happens but and then if you're a conservative or ndp or you're not liberal you would be like oh see that's an admission of guilt they kicked her out because you know there's something there that they're guilty about but if you're a liberal leaning or liberal you would say she's insubordinate because if you speak against your government especially in the public and make your government look bad why would you want them to be in your party and i'm pretty sure if this was a conservative government and someone did that they would do the exact same thing so but because we all have our leanings and positions and we're not empty vessels because of this we believe what we believe and the thing about it is no matter what comes out there's always going to be that 20% that we never really know maybe the, maybe the liberal government was performing misconduct and acting inappropriately maybe which is another thing I heard that W JWR is that she wanted a conservative person to, to have a position like a couple weeks or months before she leaked it and then the liberal government said no and then right after she leaked the whole story if that's true or not objective subjective 
what do you think? Do you think that she did this to get back at her government and her getting kicked out wouldn't it be more doesn't see it's all too convenient. Like same like even last year or yeah, like last year when Premier Doug Ford won. Even before that, the shoo-in to be the leader of the Conservative Party was this man named Patrick Brown. And right like a couple months before the election, he had this secret meeting at 10 o'clock at night where he said he's dropping out of the race because three women have come out against him saying he sexually assaulted them or he sexual misconduct. And everyone jumped on it and believed him. But it comes out from that, you know, I'm not conservative in any way. You know, you can guess what I am. But when I said that, I'm like, I liked Patrick Brown because to me personally, it's not about the party. It's about the leader. So you vote for the best person for the job. And I was just thinking, hey, and everyone, I think even to this day, like it was all too convenient because even now, Patrick Brown is the mayor of Brampton. So I think the people within the conservative government or the party behaved mis- was behaved inappropriately. Because after the whole testimony and everything, all the, like after he withdrew and then he wasn't allowed, and so he withdrew and then he took these women to court and then their stories fell apart, allegedly. That So it makes you believe that it's not true. And 20% will never know. Maybe these women were paid off. Maybe this was true. But because, you know, they didn't want to drag into the light, because that happens a lot, where women don't want to come out because people won't believe them, especially with the people of power. People won't believe them, and it's, they'll get their name dragged through the mud. So I don't know what's true. But when Patrick Brown tried to run again, everyone in the conservative party voted no. So you make you think, hey, maybe he did do it. But at the same time, right after when Ford won, not too long after, Patrick Brown won as mayor. So it makes you wonder, hey, I thought he was unfit in all these things. So why would a whole entire city vote him to be mayor? Kind of makes you think, right? Same thing with the SNC-Lavalin thing. It may come out with the truth later on, or maybe not, and even... JWR, she's running as an independent, so was that her plan all along? Was she always wanting to leave? We don't know, and we'll never know. But at the same time, you have, it makes you think, and that's why truth is so important, is that I think what you should get, about, get out of everything that I'm saying is we will never truly know, but at the same time, we make up our minds while they can be changed everything that we believe we don't know we just take things for fact or truth our own truth and unless we were there living and experiencing it we will never know and to kind of end it something i want to talk about that i feel like a lot of people will agree or disagree with me is raptors versus golden state game two because and we almost Right now, we're leading the series 3-1. And the one game that Golden State won, I'll admit, though, even if the Raptors had won that game, we played horribly. And the, the thing about it is people say that refs won the game. And 
Golden State was like, no, whatever, whatever. We will blah, 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 blah. But literally, if you watch that game, whether you're a Raptors fan or a Golden State fan, you can't say that every five seconds the refs didn't call the Raptors for a foul or whatever. But when Golden State did something, the refs did nothing. And people were mad. People were upset. Even other people who aren't necess- who aren't necessarily like Raptors fans were like, "What the hell is going on?" And you can even look back at the last few playoffs or whatever. People said the same thing about LeBron and the Heat. People said the same thing about Golden State Warriors. So, you know, these team that came out of nowhere, which is not really, they've been doing really well these past few years. And let's be real, I'm not even Raptors aren't even my favorite team. My favorite team is like OKC. But you know, then Durant left and all that, whatever. But still, but as a Canadian and as someone that's from the GTA, I have my pride and I want my team to do well, especially when we're the only team in Canada that has a basketball team. So, hell yeah. So, yeah. And you're sitting there and watching these games, and then you can say that I'm watching it and what the refs calls are objective, but I'm being subjective. But at the same time, you know. Even like last game where we won, we blew them out. There was a bunch of times that um, we, we got called for fouls and then the Golden State did the exact same thing and no calls at all. And you can say that that's my truth and everyone has their own truth and that's what's important. But kind of like a closing thought or whatever about everything is that everyone has their own truth. You can either agree or disagree with them. But knowing this, you should use this as like a fuel for a discussion. Now I'm not saying argument, fistfights and stuff. But whenever you talk to someone, you should know that everyone has their own truths. And just because someone doesn't believe the same thing as you, you sh- that doesn't mean you should make them want to believe the same thing as you. And you should know that even wanting that is going to be like a mile and a Kilimanjaro for that to even happen because once people made up their mind they're not going to change it no matter how much you try so thank you for listening hope you guys have a good week and to end off this podcast I gotta keep a word from our sponsor and our sponsor today is water yes water we are 70, 80, I don't know, the number keeps changing every time I look up, someone says we're more or less of a percent of water, but we are a lot of it, we're definitely more than 50%, so make sure you drink your water, you stay hydrated, especially in the summertime, you know, don't want to pass off from heat stroke or, you know, anything, so today's sponsor is water, drink it, and if you have a plastic water bottle, make sure you empty it properly and recycle, because, you know, polluting our waters our oceans and we want to have a better we want to leave the world better than we were getting to it all right so make sure your children and everything are better so that's our second sponsor today is the environment treat the environment better because climate change is happening and it's real and trust me you do not we do not want the world to go to shit because we got to change our ways Because I don't know about you, but I read that report that's saying we only have 12, 11 now years to fix all the damage that we've done in the past 100 years or the earth's going to become unlivable. So thank you for listening. Everything I just said, 
you can agree, disagree, or mostly just take it with a grain of salt. Thanks. Have a good day. Thank <laughs> you.